RadioInfluence.com. Hi, my name is William Frankie, and I would like to introduce you to the Law Father podcast. I've also been known as the Law Father over time, and I have a law firm, Frankie Injury Law. We have multiple locations, and as a first podcast here, I'm going to introduce you to myself and the law firm real briefly. As I mentioned, we have a couple of different office locations. One is on Howard and Kennedy between North A and North B. The other one is on 301 and Big Bend Road in Riverview, so uh, right behind the Publix down there. So we have plenty of opportunity to help you all out, plenty of convenient locations. Phone number, easy to remember, 855-LAWFATHER. And for our Spanish clients out there, 833-EL-PADRINO. So those are our numbers. That's how you get in contact with us. So who is the law father? That is really the number one question out there that I get. And why does the law father have a podcast? Well, we're going to get into all of that. And and recent events have given us plenty to talk about. And uh, by recent events, I mean the coronavirus and how that seems to be really dictating the news right now. But just to take a step back, like I said, my name is William Frankie. I'm an attorney here based out of Tampa. I am also a certified NFLPA player agent. So we will talk some about sports and how the interplay between the law and sports and client representation. And at some point, we're going to talk about the new NFL, the CBA. So very excited that that has been signed. And you may have heard, actually, that I've talked about that on the Ron and Ian show. So if, if not, go ahead and take a look at our social media, Instagram, The Law Father Tampa, Facebook, The Law Father. Go check those out. They'll have some of those topics on there. Uh, but last thing about me, just to give you a little bit of background about myself, graduated from the University of Tampa where I had played baseball, went to Stetson Law School as I was, while I was a deputy, uh, spent six years as a deputy in Pinellas County and Hillsborough County Sheriff's offices, worked in some pretty interesting areas, did some pretty interesting things. And over time, we're going to talk about some of those things and going to have some law enforcement guests on, share some stories, maybe some guys that I've worked with in the past who we may have some pretty interesting stories to tell. So that is uh, one of the things that we will be doing. I've been an attorney now for seven years and spent all seven years working in the personal injury side of things. As I had previously mentioned, I go by the law father. Well, where did that come from? Well, some of you may know this guy from Bachelorette fame, uh, Roberto Martinez. He was one of my teammates at the University of Tampa. He was uh, part of uh, Ali's season and good friend of mine and and my best friend and him grew up together. So a really tight-knit group. And we were talking one day and he's out in Colorado. And there's a guy out in Colorado that goes by the strong arm of the law. And my buddy Roberto goes, hey, you need to come up with something. And uh, he goes, I think the law father is it. He goes, you're Sicilian, and it just makes sense. And that is where the idea was born from, and that is why we have it here today. So what will we be doing in this podcast? As I mentioned, we will have some guests. We're going to have some law enforcement guests. We'll have some sports guests. We'll have guests from every spectrum that you can imagine. Uh, We do have an attorney who is running for judge, Monique Scott. Anticipate having her in in the next couple of weeks. And She can answer some of the law questions and get into some of the areas of law where she handles family and criminal defense. Uh, She is a prior state attorney. Uh, Her and I actually went to the police academy together. So I'm sure she has plenty of 
good old embarrassing stories about myself that date back to uh, the year of uh, 06 timeframe, but that will be a, another story for another show. We'll also be discussing current legal issues, and today we're actually going to get into the coronavirus issue and discuss some of the legal issues there. We're going to talk some sports, as I mentioned, NFLPA certified agent, so we're going to have a little bit of insight from there. Grew up playing baseball, played baseball in college, so a lot of love for sports there, and we're going to continue that on and maybe tie that into the law some. We're going to answer some of your legal questions, and lastly, we're going to reinvent a segment that was on when I was on the daytime show on TV called Case or No Case. And in that, and we'll explain this a little bit later, but in that, I'm going to give three cases and you as the listener is going to have to decide which one is the real case. Now, before we get started, I just want to direct you to our Instagram, the Law Father Tampa, for a giveaway. The drawing for that giveaway is March 25th, 2020, and we are doing it with New York, New York Pizza. You'll get a free copy of my book, a Frankie Law Tumblr, as well as some free pizza from New York, New York Pizza. So go on, check out the Instagram, and get your drawing in. Now, without further ado, let's get into some of the legal topics. As we all know, unless you have no TV and live completely off the grid, and even then, you probably still know that there is this little thing called the coronavirus going on. Started in China a couple months ago, I remember sitting in my office. Uh, watching some of the Trump impeachment trial and hearing about the Wuhan, China, and this virus going through Wuhan, China. Uh, That was, I believe, in February. Never in my wildest dreams would I have any thought that we'd be where we are today, which is uh, states completely shutting down and multiple states now at this time having stay-at-home orders. We're based here out of Tampa, Florida, and Florida, as of the recording of this podcast, has not issued any stay-at-home orders. However, they have told us uh, pretty much get ready for it. And whether it's the whole state or whether it's the city of Tampa or whether it's Hillsborough County, we fully anticipate we will be under those orders. Now, here's the legal side of it. Where does this come from? Because this doesn't sound like the good old USA where... You can move around as you please, and we have freedom to do so and everything else. And I would say, hey, you're exactly right. And it's a difficult concept, and it's not one that I overly enjoy either. So I know it's really tough on everybody out there, and it's essentially just how it is at this point. But biggest question, how does the state have the power to do this? And that's where the legal side comes into play. Now, a little, a little while ago, a couple weeks ago, the governor, Governor DeSantis, had made an emergency declaration. Well, that's not just him getting up there and saying, hey, I'm making an emergency declaration. That actually starts off a series of events that are all statutorily driven. And that's where the legal side comes into play. It tells us what can and can't be done in those situations. So because there has been an emergency declaration the National Guard can be mobilized. And I think that's one of the pieces that would be really a big thing if we were to have these stay-at-home orders. Uh, I think it's going to be a very difficult thing. And although I never grew up in a communist or socialist country, I I kind of envision that with stay-at-home orders come the city police department and or the National Guard walking the streets. I really hope it's not like that, but that is 
the envision that I have from it. Maybe that comes from movies or history books or whatever the case may be, but that's what pops into my mind. So like I said, I hope we don't get there, but at least in terms of the stay-at-home orders, I, I fully anticipate that we will. Now, that state of emergency declaration is what gives the governor the power to do that. So the governor does have the power to control the movement of people. And what we typically see is for us here in Florida, when there's a hurricane, evacuations, mandatory evacuations. We're essentially doing a mandatory evacuation, but instead of saying to go someplace, we're telling you to stay exactly where you are. And that's where that power comes from. One other key point here, uh, as I had mentioned, the Florida National Guard, the governor becomes the commander in chief of the Florida National Guard. So he controls what they do, how they do it. He runs the show. So that's that's our update on the coronavirus and how the legal world ties into that. Now, as we're going through this, one of the hardest hit industries that we've seen are restaurants. Uh, I know a lot of people in restaurants. I have some friends that own restaurants, and I know it's a very difficult time for them. So I would really like to encourage everybody to go out and support local businesses for food. A couple places I'm going to throw out to you today, New York, New York. And Paul Chicago Pizza uh, recently had uh, some Paul Chicago Pizza with uh, Ian and, and Tracy and really great meal, really stand up people over there. So go check those places out, support the local places. A lot of the places are doing delivery, but give them give these places a call and let's help these people out through these through this process. Now, one of the things that has come up today, kind of big news, the Olympics were coming 2020. Tokyo Olympics, Summer Olympics. Well, those have since been suspended. All along up until today, the word was Tokyo was going to have these Olympics. They were going to happen. They were going to happen. The contract with the IOC, uh, the International Olympic Committee, simply stated that the Olympics had to happen sometime in 2020. Tokyo had mentioned that that they were still going to go through with the Olympics and they might po- postpone them, but contractually they were allowed to do so as long as they occurred in 2020. Well, news today is that it does not look like these games are going to be happening anytime soon. The games have officially been suspended. So hopefully that's for the good of everybody. So much unknown here. The uh, biggest question I have is if the United States gets this disease under control, this virus under control. What happens in six months? Does it make the circle around the globe again? Uh, so only time will tell. I know out of China, they are showing that there are no new cases. So we shall see, but only time will tell it as far as that goes. So without further ado, let's get into case or no case. And let's, let's get into a little bit about what this is and how we're going to do it and all of that. So for today, we're going to do it a little bit differently than we're going to do it in the future. I wanted to go ahead and introduce this to everybody. So in the future, what we're going to do on Facebook and Instagram, we're going to post the scenarios, and there's going to be three scenarios, and each scenario will have a title that goes with it. And you are going to have to guess which of those scenarios is the correct scenario. All right? So what you're going to do is when it's on social media, and we'll post some instructions later on when we post them on social media, but you're going to put your guess in the comments, and out of the correct guesses, we will randomly select the winner and send you something, okay? Now, 
what's going to happen here on this podcast is we are going to go through the scenarios on the podcast. We are going to tell you which one is the right one and why. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to go through the scenarios for today. There is no social media portion for today's podcast. There is just the scenarios as they stand. I'm going to go through them. I'm going to pause, give you a second to think about your answer, and then I'm going to give you the answer and explain to you why. Uh, When we were doing this on TV, we were able to do it with a little bit more drama. We had a a briefcase and opened the briefcase, and there was the number there. But I think we can get through it here on the podcast version of it, and I think it's going to be a good time. So here we go. Case number one, the tuxedo killer. A man hid in a theme park after hours without permission. The park has several animals, including penguins. The man was drunk and snuck into the penguin area. The man fell asleep and was later found floating in the frigid water surrounding the penguins. The man's family claimed that the park sold stuffed penguins and that penguins were tuxedos and therefore penguins were not dangerous. Therefore, they argued, the park had a duty to warn people that penguins and the frigid water they swim in could be killers. That's case number one. Case number two is called, This One is Scary. A woman left a haunted house at a theme park. The haunted house was scary. The woman suffered psychological trauma because she was so afraid. Does she have a case? Number three, keep you in stitches. A man was exiting a house attraction at a theme park. There were pipes that held up the structure. All of these pipes were covered with padding except one by the exit. The man fell into the pipe that was not padded. This pipe had a sharp edge. The man cut his arm, requiring stitches. Does this man have a case? Now, is it number one, the tuxedo killer? Number two, this one is scary. Or number three, keep you in stitches. And the case is number three, keep you in stitches. Now, let's go back. Why wasn't it number one? Well, the gentleman in number one, stayed after hours. He was a trespasser. He was drunk. And in Florida, if you're 51% of the reason for your own injuries, then you have no case. It's what's called contributory negligence. Now, let's flip this around for a second. Let's stay right here and discuss contributory negligence because Florida is what's called a comparative negligence state. I know, it gets confusing. So there's two types of negligence. Negligence meaning that somebody else did something wrong and caused you to be hurt. And then there's two varieties of it. One is comparative, one is contributory. Florida follows comparative negligence, which says if you are 99% at fault for your own injuries, you can collect off of that 1%. Now, what happens here in Florida is if you're drunk when you get hurt, and if 51% of that reason is because you were drunk, you no longer have a case. And that is what the contributory negligence means. So being drunk and getting hurt in Florida can have dire consequences on your case. That is actually a reason why you might want an attorney. Don't forget, 855 Lawfather. Shameless plug there. Now, the other thing that they mentioned in that case, the family had argued was that that the, the park had a duty to warn of the dangers. Well, penguins are usually in frozen waters. So there's really no duty to warn somebody that the water that the penguins are swimming in is going to be cold, all right? So the park really didn't have a duty to warn them. Uh, There is such thing as a duty to warn 
but does not apply to this particular case. Now, number two, this one is scary. Also, not a case. Generally, in Florida, you need a physical injury in addition to the psychological one to be able to get money from a psychological injury. They have to go hand in hand. Number two, she went into a haunted house. She was scared by a haunted house. That is actually what the purpose of a haunted house is. Therefore, you can't then turn around and say that that haunted house was negligent. Now, number three. Why is number three a case? Well, mostly because one and two are not. However, uh, the real legal reason why is that the park either knew or should have known of the damage uh, of the likely potential for injury because the padding was pulled back from that pipe, left exposed pipe. The other three pipes had padding on them. This one did not. They had padding on the other three. Why? To protect people. This fourth one, they didn't have padding. So clearly they knew that there should have been padding there to protect everybody. Also, the park has a duty to ensure that their equipment is is in working order. This padding was missing. Therefore, this wasn't in working order. Uh, and lastly, the condition existed for a long time and a regular inspection would have uncovered this dangerous condition, uh, which is how we get to the new or should have known. Uh, and, and that's a kind of a fancy legal term, if you will, uh, although it's not that fancy, but uh, it's what is more more or less legalese, know or should have known. Um, it's lawyers adding more words to it than it is really necessary. And what it covers is that, hey, you can't just bury your head in the sand and say, I didn't know about this condition, so therefore I'm not responsible for it, right? What it's saying is you either knew about it or if you were paying attention like you should have been, you should have known about it. So that is why number three is the correct case. Like I mentioned before, for future podcasts, as this is the intro podcast, we will be putting these scenarios up on Facebook and Instagram, Facebook, the law father, Instagram, the law father, Tampa, and give you an opportunity to take a look at these scenarios and make some guesses and maybe win some prizes. Now, coming up, we're going to have podcast number two, and we are going to dive into the new NFL CBA. Uh, for those of you who don't like acronyms, the National Football League's Collective Bargaining, Bargaining Agreement, which was set to expire at the end of the 2020 season, which is our upcoming season. And God willing and coronavirus willing, we'll actually have a 2020 NFL season. Uh, and not to get off on a tangent, but we over here in Tampa, speak for myself, I guess, I don't know if everybody is, very, very excited to have Tom Brady here as a Buccaneer. Um, grew up, actually, in the Northeast, uh, Philadelphia for the most part, a little bit in New Hampshire. My dad is from Boston, so always kind of watched and followed the Patriots all along. So very, very excited to have Tom Brady here and very excited to get to some Bucks games uh, and, and watch him play. But we digress from the collective bargaining agreement, which was set to expire this year. We now will have labor peace until 2030. So very, very good thing. They were preparing our players for the potential for lockout and strike. So we know what the next 10 years is going to look like now. We're not going into 2020 with this uncertainty that we were planning on. So listen to the next podcast. We will discuss that. I will take on some legal questions as well, uh, which will become part of the, the podcast as well. So the plan for the podcast are to talk about the legal issues, talk about sports, 
we're going to be going over case or no case on some of them. And on ones that we're not doing case or no case, we'll be taking some legal questions. So that is all for now. Hope you guys listen in on the next one. Lawfather out. This is an In the Trenches with Ian Beckles quick fix on Radio Influence. And that's another thing that's scary. We have Tom Brady coming into a new system. All systems are new, everybody. Nobody runs the same system exactly. And these are two completely different systems. Tom knew a system in, in New England. Leftwich runs a certain system. Either way, a bunch of people have to learn some new shit, all right? Because Bruce Arian's system is nothing like Belichick's system, vice versa. Brady can't bring his system here because now he has to teach everybody else his system. And when is he going to do that? There's no offseason. Let's forget about the offseason. It's, it's done. It's over with. It's going to affect the Buccaneers. Think about people that are going to draft quarterbacks, whether you're drafting Joe Burrow or, God forbid, Tua, who you know hasn't played football in a while and hip is jacked up and these guys can't even go on trips and you can't even interview these guys. You can't watch them work out. And you have to spend a draft pick, a top five draft pick on a quarterback that you believe is going to be your future. And then you're not going to have an offseason for him to learn anything. That is tough sledding, people. In the Trenches with Ian Beckles can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.